everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with Abe-chan representing Born to Funk, Nakals, and the legendary Yoyogi House, which is not a crew, it's just a house in Shibuya, Japan. Abe definitely has a unique perspective on things with his world. Abe definitely has a unique perspective on things with his wide variety of interests and his marketing and business background. We talk about his history, the origins of the Yoyogi house and some of the stories there, his curious mindset and how that helped him with business, his thoughts on growing the scene and not being too narrow-minded and more. One of my favorite talks to date and I really learned a lot. I hope you all learned something too and enjoy it. Peace. Okay, we're here with Abichan, repping Born to Funk, Nicole's, <laughs> and the world famous Yoyogi House. What's up, Abichan? What's up, man? What's up, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Abichan's an old, old friend from, I don't know how many years ago, like six years ago or something like that? We met Five years. in Vancouver. Yeah. First time. Was, yeah. It was 11, 11 bro. Like 2011. Oh, for real? That long ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was nine years oh, ago. I was, I was way off. <laughs> crazy, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. way, way before. Yeah, I was like... It's crazy, yeah. It's been almost Rory. a decade. Yeah. Yeah, like, I stayed with Rory for two weeks and met you, met Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I picked you up from yeah, the airport. Guys, yeah. yeah, you came... <laughs> So, yeah, so random. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. You came to airport as well. Um, so, yeah. For anyone who might not know who you are or whatever, do you mind doing just a little introduction or a little like, you know, personal history, okay. just really short or whatever? Okay. Uh, I'm a B boy. People call me just Abichan because my my last name is actually Abe. But yeah, somehow people call me Abichan as a B-boy name as well. And I'm from uh, Bonafunk and the Nakals, part of the Nakals crew. And I've been breaking, <clears throat> I don't break that much now, but uh, I, I kind of danced like 15 year, years. And I'm almost started dancing since 2012, 13, around it. But yeah, I still do it uh, sometimes, like a couple, couple, couple times a year. I still love it so much. Yeah, breaking is uh, one of my core of my heart, heart still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I rep, we're repping Yo Yo House, which is kind of like kind of rundown B Boy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into B-Roy that. House That's and, like and... its own, it's a whole story <laughs> that we'll get into. Yeah. I can't, Yo Yo can't House? That. Yeah, yeah, got it. Well, you can uh, get into it right now. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yoyogi House is a house located in in uh, close to Shibuya, which is uh, in the in the middle of Tokyo. And me and my my really really good friend Shintaro, who's rapping Keep It Real Cool, and Zulu Kings as well. 
started in 2014 or 13, I, I guess. And a lot of people, most famous b-boys around there, around the world as well, can visit. And yeah, we hang, we've been hanging around, around here like for, for, for a while. Yeah. And so many random people. Yeah, you you visited once yeah, yeah. as well, right? Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone. So many, so many memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anija's like... house, Anija's house in Kawasaki. Our house in Tokyo. Ah, they first came. <laughs> me, us second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, that. That house, like Shintaro, is still there, right? There, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I live. Right yeah. Above yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Just that house was like from our balcony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, when I first mm-hmm. went to Japan, like mm. I think, yeah, the the first night or for yeah, right at the beginning, I think I stayed there or sometime during the trip. Like, it's like one of those spots mm. in Japan that's when I think of Japan, I'm like, oh yeah, Yo Yogi House. That's like. The spot that everyone mm. should go to. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll give you the picture later. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people yeah, can yeah, see. Yeah. But yeah, mm. it's like super legendary, legendary spot. <laughs> and uh, it's like you get the the real, I don't know, experience, or I don't even know if it's like normal experience of Japan. Like, just you're chilling there, and then like, I don't know. Shintaro is like, I don't know, like eating some, some fish sausage, some vinyls, yeah, playing some, some vinyl, and then... we naked, <laughs> yeah. yeah, vinyl, this loud, you know, yeah. and the random girl just come in and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. so many, so many, just ran, yeah, Food tons of stuff, random yeah. people just Food show stuff, up. Stuff. And I, I think yeah. every time I've been there, there's been a new person that I've met that's like just a random person, person or like yeah. Shintaro's like random friend that he just met and he's like become good friends yeah. with some like French Back dude day, or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that actually always happened. Like usually happen. Like, yeah, somebody, somebody um, buzz the door and I see the face and I don't know, but I, I just let them in, you know. <laughs> How, how did that? They were saying like, "Oh, I'm I'm Shintaro's friends and stuff." Yeah. Is it? So I mean. <laughs> is it mostly like Shintaro that created that vibe of like random people and just connecting with people, or is it you we or both, both of you? I I would say be, we both both yeah both created that vibe. You know, like yeah. I'm I'm a super open open minded person. Mm-hmm. She, so is he. Mm-hmm. So we don't really um care. <laughs> to meet or to know the people we don't know, really know you know yeah. like we can say hi and yeah, just yeah. exchange conversations and we me and Sinter have common kind of kind of value mm-hmm. in terms of like getting you know, new people or the people we know has common kind of kind of you know uh, value or, or sense right about right, right. culture and stuff so, so like we easily easily get to know each other oh, or get along with each, each other very really quickly were you, were you always and like that since like I don't, a, a young mm, age not really I, i'm kind of i'm still kind of part of shy guy <laughs> maybe i would say so yeah. but 
yeah once once it comes to like Shintaro's friend I, I I know I know where to um, where to start the conversation and stuff like that. yeah so was we, he always so like that too that because I think so too yeah <clears throat> because yeah uh, yeah he's partially shy too <laughs> really <laughs> some kind of people yeah because yeah we just know each other in yeah. terms of like common background and stuff right yeah. so we can share our knowledge you know our our value sense yeah from day one you know how, how did you That's guys actually meet Shintaro and me yeah me and Shintaro <clears throat> you know Anija right yeah so Anija belonged to Born of Funk as well as Keep It Real after Born of Funk and I think it, back in 2005 or so, Anija introduced me to him and Anija introduced him to me. At the same time, I think at the club or something, nightclub or something, Shintaro mm -hmm. remembers it. I, I don't really remember, but that's what Shintaro remembers oh. the first time that we met. Like, it was like I, at the party and stuff, like we right, like right. party, party. <laughs> Because we were just 20, 20 you know. Was this in like you know, <laughs> Very, uh, yeah. university or after university? I was in university, mm -hmm. I'd say. Shintaro maybe just graduated at the Easy. time. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, early 20s, five, you know. Yes. Mm, and crazy. you, yeah, you were like, you went to, what is it? Waseda University, right? Waseda, yeah. Oh, super mm. smart guy. <laughs> not smart, man. And you, just but you, to get in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you went there for business, or was that after? For, uh, first time from two thousand two to two thousand eight, seven. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to architecture. Oh, really? Yeah, graduate school as well. Yeah, and then I went back there for business mm -hmm. in 2016 to till 17 oh, or 18. Yeah, pretty recently. Just three years. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Was it the same recently. school that you yeah, went two back? years ago? Same school, but a different faculty. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, crazy. Um, mm. Both graduate since, school. Yeah, and then since then you mm. kind of do like freelance like marketing or whatever, right? Freelance cons consultation or something like that? Uh, yeah, once, uh, the first time, yeah, first I graduated, after I first graduated architecture, I, 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 uh, I worked at an advertising, like marketing agency called Hakuhodo, which is second biggest agency in Japan. And then I quit after working there for three and a half year and I went to Vancouver for just chilling. Right. And after I come back to Japan, I started working as a freelancer for four years about. And then I went to business school afterwards and then I came back and established a small like, kind, of, kind of strategic strategic boutique that is doing like a business consulting and marketing consulting for our clients with my mm -hmm. old friend. Yeah. And you yeah. like, and then I'm still doing it. <clears throat> yeah, mm, that's a small, small company. Mm. Yeah, and like, 
I think last time I visited you, you were doing some work with like Red Bull or something like that. Mm, I worked yeah. with Red Bull, yeah, yeah, yeah. for four years. Yeah, mainly for BC1 and musical category, marketing, the PR. Yeah. Mm. Um, does that like, does that relate in any way of like your, your sort of like background in hip hop culture and breaking culture? And is it like definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah, because um, yeah. I would say definitely it's yeah. connected with my 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 cultural background. Mm -hmm. Do you do mm. you do you have a lot of like clients that yeah you work in that area with or is it kind of like pretty broad? Uh, right now it's pretty pretty broad, mm. but uh, at, at the beginning when I started working as a freelance. It was always the the clients that approached me was were always kind of related related to my background, you know, like because they knew me as a b boy as well as marketing guy. So like, can you do this? Can you do this? So the things were always kind of relevant mm -hmm. to what I've done, besides my like professional career, which is cultural background yeah mm. it was definitely related mm. Mm. and then uh, now, now more more broader yeah it, it yeah, yeah. became more broader i, I like, even work with like airline companies and stuff yeah mm -hmm. crazy mm. but that's cool like you you started i guess with i don't know your what you knew and then it branched out into other stuff right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah right yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people could do, right? With their, you know, they learn these these skills in mm. dance or whatever, hip hop. And mm. It's like you can you can take those and let it mm. go into other areas. It doesn't have to be specifically hip hop and specifically dance mm. or whatever, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I was kind of kind of fortunate to to that, that I could kind of ex expand my my career, not only from not only stuck with hip hop or street culture, but mm -hmm. now I'm doing more broader things, which mm -hmm. which excites me. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's fortunate, very yeah. fortunate. What mm -hmm. what do you think helped you like get that broader reach? Did you just change your focus or? Uh, I would say I'm kind of person who is always tend to be easily get bored <laughs> to do the same things. Right. You know, so like, yeah, when I started breaking, for example, I was so much into it. It was so much fun to create, mm -hmm. to dance with, cipher, parmos, everything was so much fun. Yeah. But as I keep breaking, I'm kind of like not satisfied just doing breaking, with just doing breaking. But I, I started to look at outside of breaking, which was hip hop culture at first. And then I look outside of hip hop culture, which was maybe street culture. 
or skate culture or punk music, like mm-hmm. all, all the alternative cultures yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah, and then I kind of kept exploring yeah, outside of what I what I knew or know. Yeah, by getting inspiration from other people like Shintaro, you maybe, yeah, a lot of friends. So like I have a lot of friends and most of my friends are out, out, outside from just hip hop, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of my friends are totally like 100% business guys. Some of my friends are totally 100% like fashion guy, like those wow. kind of different pillars of friends I have. I don't really uh, stuck with, you know, uh, my core culture, but I'm, I'm kind of person that being interested in new things that yeah. I don't really know about. Yeah. That's a, that's I think that's I a think. really yeah. good attitude. Mm-hmm. Draw inspiration from all kinds of things and whatever you decide to to focus on, like all those things can mm-hmm. help you, right? I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of of you know learning all different things and and whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever you ch- decide to focus on, like use all of mm-hmm. that and put it into that thing, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Mm. whether it's dancing or whether it's marketing or whether it's like uh, mm, yeah i'm whatever. curiosity is the key i think yeah. Yeah. always curiosity is the key yeah yeah and my my crewmate was not just uh b-boys b-boy b-boy guys some of my crewmates were dancing with like Korean dancers like you did like you mm-hmm. do oral yeah trying some new style new stuff or mm-hmm. one of my crewmates won all style battles and competitions in one of the biggest ones in 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 japan and he dances every everything like every style mm-hmm. so like my my crewmate definitely inspired me to expand my sense of dancing or sense of culture definitely i would say yeah yeah um, as well yeah he does a lot of design stuff yeah, a yeah. Lot of that guy does mm. all kinds of things he's yes, another guy like man. that too where he's like easily bored i think with stuff like, i think so yeah that's why we get along with so yeah, much yeah so. yeah like maybe yeah. can you you know for for people who don't know like nine is a, a well now it doesn't exist or it's on hiatus or it's actually uh over yeah it's completely it's over kinda, yeah yeah completely over suddenly, oh, suddenly. So, yeah we so decided sad. to finish it up yeah but I, like I still see a lot of people wearing wearing nine in street in in tokyo and uh, yeah. every time i uh, take picture and send 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 it to nix yeah and i'll be like well yeah should should keep it going <laughs> Yeah, that's how we, yeah, yeah. sometimes, yeah, we, we kind of say, but like, yeah, we learned a lot from Nai. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah, for people who don't know, Nine is like a street, street fashion, whatever brand, uh, clothing and hats and socks and everything brand that uh, Nick's and some other people started in Vancouver and then yeah. eventually you yeah. can you maybe tell their your part of the story how you got yeah, involved in next and i guess it was jay bugs who started together i guess jay bugs and tasha 
Tasha, maybe, yeah, Tasha, yeah. And those three started the brand, which the nine, nine is originally a hats brand. Yeah. Because next, the next one wanted hats that fits him, you know. <laughs> That's the true story <laughs> why he started hats. And eventually, I, I kind of was kind of, kind of agent in Japan of nine. A lot of people. Mm-hmm kept asking me how how they could get nine heads. And I, I kind of like was agent and collect their order and ask next, hey, can I can I have those amounts of these hats, these hats, these shirts and stuff, yeah. And eventually um, we launched the websites or web, web store in Japan slowly, yeah. And we kept it for maybe three, four years in Japan since I think it was also 2014 or 15. I, I, you remember nine heads were, there were a lot of nine heads in Yoyogi house, right? Yeah. Didn't you see, didn't see it? Yeah. yeah. You saw it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we could get, we could get very nice retailers in Japan as well, which was uh, called Journal, Journal Standard. Mm-hmm. which was one of the biggest uh, select stores in Japan. And we, we had a party out there. You know, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of memories with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I, how nine, I yeah. came out to maybe not one of those journal standard parties, but like in nine, it was like Nix's like art show sort of thingy. Art show shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they, uh, they, the one in Harajuku gallery, right? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Art Archer, yeah, before before the launch party at Jonathan. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun too. Yeah, yeah that, was was, talking too. that was cool. And uh, it's it's unfortunate that like uh, with the pandemic and stuff that, you know, you can't do that kind yeah. of thing or, you know, it's hard to bring Nix out or something like that to do these things and because mm. as far as I know, he was supposed to come to Japan or something, right? Yeah, this year, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, he was supposed to, yeah. But yeah, COVID, COVID killed, killed everything. But, <laughs> but yeah, we are not really kind of disappointed about it. At, at, at it because, yeah, we, we, we knew we were anyways freestyle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So um, like yeah, let's just freestyle. That's that's how we talk every day, every day. Like yeah. let's just do freestyles. So, yeah. No, he's busy. He's busy. <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe maybe yeah. Maybe no more. I, I, yeah, we don't. We yeah, don't. who knows? But yeah, yeah this we kind of preparing. Yeah. This whole year is kind of like up in the air. Who knows what how it's gonna end up and where what things are where things are gonna be later on. But yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, you, you, you did that stuff with Nix, but um, yeah, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, we kind of talked a little bit about it, but like one of the things that I'm, I'm always really interested in with like, you know, cause I started with breaking and you, you started like breaking is like a big part of your your life, your mm. culture, your kind of whatever. Mm. Same for me. Biggest, biggest part. Yeah, yeah biggest, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but you know, as we all know, it's always hard to make like 
a business out of it or whatever or or there's mm. just not that much like money i guess in it mm. so a lot of people end up leaving the scene or they don't want to build stuff up from within and, and like grassroots kind of thing mm. so they go and work mm. in other things but i always think like there's a lot that you can that you learn when you doing breaking or being a part of breaking or being a part of the dance scene or hip-hop or whatever that you can take into other areas of your life like or other you know businesses or whatever so um is what do you think that you've learned what have you learned or what have you taken from like say breaking learning breaking and being a part of the mm. breaking scene or whatever that's that you've mm. taken to other parts of your life um okay first of all first thing as uh i would say an universal sense of community mm -hmm. Because in breaking world, it doesn't matter your gender, doesn't matter mm. your nationality, doesn't matter you disabled or handicapped, doesn't matter. Nothing doesn't really matter in, in breaking world or hip hop world, right? So that's the biggest thing I would say I learned from b-boying or breaking culture, and it. That means like it, the head up or breaking culture uh, told me that I can create any, any types of friends at any countries or anywhere in, in the world. Mm. Yeah. In a time, you know what I mean? Like at, at the moment, like mm. when you get in ciphers and stuff, like that kind of sense is very unique and uh, the most valuable sense that I learned from breaking world. That's one, one thing. And the second thing is maybe the sense of freestyling. <laughs> because in business world, everything, everyone wants to set everything. You know, plan like presentations, schedule, or whatever. But in the real world, things always moving, yeah, yeah. and shit always happen unexpectedly. And business world as well. So like, even though I started business, or I still do um, business consulting, I have that kind of freestyle sense in half of mine. But I build strategy and stuff in half of mine. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of still super hybrid mm -hmm. sense. That's that's my that's my uh, value as a business person. I'd say mm -hmm. those two things are the most biggest thing I, I've learned from breaking world. Yeah, yeah those are you get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I Explain think like... English, but yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense like mm. um i think that's a really important well like those two things especially like the first one mm. especially with you know 
how things are politically, particularly in like the West right now, in North America, mm. it's like mm. no one, no one can agree with each other, and everyone's like pick this side or this mm. side or whatever, and mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, everything is about you know, yeah, are you? Like a yeah, Democrat or yeah. you're Republican or you black or white or you're yeah. man or a woman, yeah. gay or straight, this thing and everything mm. is like so always divided. choose one game. Yeah. Yeah, choose one so side, divided, right? Yeah. So apart. Yeah. And like like you said, that uh, that message of that's what I always yeah. think is like the best thing about mm. about, you know, what I understand is like the true essence of hip hop is like mm. you said nobody cares who you are or what you've mm. like uh no one cares like what race or gender or uh no what one, country no you one, come yeah. from or what what political ideology yeah. you have or what religion yeah, the colors you are. doesn't really really matter and yeah. none of that stuff matters what matters is like you're doing this thing which is a positive thing to you know connect yeah. with other people and, and build each other yeah. even through yeah. maybe like dissing each other or whatever mm. but in the end mm. it's all <laughs> love and you're all found like in the end all love yeah family, right yeah and that's like and such a beautiful mind only matters mm. yeah such exactly a beautiful thing. yeah and mm. you know people i wish people would kind of remember that that you know mm. always you might not agree on everything I, like mm. i don't have to agree with how this person approaches breaking or whatever but we're both yeah, doing respected it. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We're both doing it and we love it so you know i can't really mm. hate you because you're mm. doing something different than me like you're still trying to do yeah the same you're we're on the same path just on different mm. paths towards the same goal uh, of like whatever uh, uh, uh. and you yeah you should respect that different path of yeah, different yeah. person yeah. yeah and they're looking into yeah. yeah yeah aiming to the same same for like final goal yeah. sometimes i think uh, it's it depends on people sometimes can be too like narrow-minded mm. too focused on this is my way or something mm. yeah. yeah but yeah your way that isn't my way Mm. and the same <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's like it, uh yeah. this has come up a lot and i think maybe you would you would understand this or anyone who's ever like lived in a different country mm. you understand yeah. that hey there's other ways of thinking about stuff there's other perspectives and mm. like mm. You know, we're all humans or you know i'll just use that as an example like we're all humans and there's some problems that are the same for you know, no matter where you are who you are mm, mm. and so it's you know like how to get food and how to get shelter and stuff like that mm. and, and then you know as it goes mm. on like well, why are you here and what happens when you die and yeah. stuff like that and every group of people has come to different conclusions but it's it's going mm. towards the same kind of solutions like you know get food or figure out we some answer to oh. why you're here or whatever I agree. you 
you lived in yeah being canada think, right and just mm, canada right canada but just yeah i, I was just i stayed for a couple months like it was just only seven months or eight yeah, months yeah. Yeah. i'd say um, how mm, did you connect short, yeah, with like four, the... three, three, four months in Vancouver? Um, how did you connect with the Nepal's people? Aren't they? They're from Australia, aren't they? They're from Australia, and I went there. I went to. I visited Melbourne. Melbourne in two thousand twelve. After I left Canada, actually. And I visited Katsus and he used to live with NASA, who is kind of original, original guy mm -hmm. of metal. And he is also a fresh socks. And we knew each other since 2008 or something, but uh, we kind of got along with together at the, at the time. With, yeah, 2011, and he kind of introduced me to other Nakao guys, and there was a radical force jam at the at the year, and it was right after I I went to Australia, and we 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 flew back, flew together to Singapore with Nakao guys, ah. and we competed together like. It was kind of kind of accidentally, mm -hmm. and one of the Nakao's guy couldn't come be, because I think it was due to some like ticketing problem or something, and it was four four or four, right? So even yeah, we kind of knew each other pretty new, but yeah, they 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 kind of invited me to get into the crew, and it was kind of accidentally <laughs> <laughs> happened. It was too freestyle. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of those like yeah. you naturally kind of fell into this sort of situation. I or whatever. think so. We we kind of naturally felt each other when we had a session in Melbourne when I was still uh, visiting there, yeah. and we kind of like talked to each other. And we showed our style each other and stuff. Yeah, we still are good friends. Nice, yeah. nice. Super random mm. connection. <laughs> Super random connection. I didn't know Yayo. I didn't know Tofu. I, I just knew NASA. Mm. But yeah, it was a really, really good memory. Did uh, And we made top eight or something, yeah. Oh, nice. I was the worst at uh, among the crew. <laughs> I was the worst. I, I'm not good at breaking anything. It doesn't matter. Like, you just, it's hard. It's not. It's not always about mm. the the technical skill, right? It's about the heart. Mm. You have the heart. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, skill sometimes matters. Yeah, skill of course, of course. It's a foundation, so yes, yeah, skills are foundation. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, we were talking about like. Um, you know, you're learning breaking and then taking those lessons to the rest of your life or something like that, or your other job or something. But um, I was yeah, curious, yeah, like, yeah, I was mm. curious 
for you, because you work in sort of the business world, mm-hmm. um, what, what do you, in your opinion, like, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be right or wrong or whatever, just in, in your mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. what do you think would benefit the, say, breaking scene if it wanted to, if people wanted to, like, make it more, like, say, profitable or more, not even profitable, but, mm. like, build, make it bigger mm. or something, grow it or mm. whatever. Mm. What do you think, like, in your perspective would help? Okay. Oh, I think... Uh... I think as as I said, uh, first of all, look outside of breaking. Mm. The the first thing is look outside of breaking culture or even hip hop culture. You you when you f- fell in love with cul- this culture, it's it's too too addictive culture. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like some people really into it and mm. really stuck with original type sort of original expression or original form of the culture but culture always kept evolving in the last 40 45 day, uh, years of hip-hop history it always revolved kept revolving and i i respect those people who evolved it or created a new style created new approaches and hip-hop uh even breaking as well as originators who started, who created the first things. Uh, of course, I 100% respect them, but you may look at those kind of mindset of creating new stuff outside what's existing right now in breaking hip hop. So like you look, the, that's why I, I would say that the key is look outside of breaking or outside just the culture you fell in love with. And you will know the external um, inspiration that, that, that helped the revolution of hip hop, which, which could be maybe punk, punk music, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the things outside of the culture always help the culture to evolve itself. So the key is to access outside of just what you love and you love the new things because it's always related related to uh, or relevant to what you love in your core. I, my, my core is still breaking, but I kind of expanded my, 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 I would say, area of my interest and as i know more things out of breaking or hip hop i the more i know all of those stuff out of breaking always relevant to something in hip in hip hop culture yeah like you can you can take something inspiration from these different parts right yeah yeah and always different things are connected or related uh-huh. in a way, okay. in some way. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. hard to explain. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. I know. Well, but... don't, don't, don't limit yourself mm-hmm. in what you love or what you are really into. 
yeah that's that's one thing yeah ah uh, what's another <laughs> maybe that's the that's the that's the uh, that's a really and uh, yeah and the second thing, thing yeah and second thing is don't do not do not try to connect uh culture directly with business so don't do not think how to make how can you make the culture be profitable mm -hmm. but you 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 must you you should utilize what you learn the essence of culture utilize it and utilize it in in your own field which is for me it was marketing or business but i don't necessarily try to connect those two things culture or breaking and marketing directly but my core essence is still there from what i learned from breaking so like do not try to directly connect it the the basic one thing a thing and or I I've worked with uh, Reeboks and stuff like all the, those kind of like cultural related brand, brands, but I didn't really uh, try to connect my marketing business to with with breaking or hip hop scene. Mm -hmm. It sounds strange because uh, as a result, I, I I did a lot of culture related things, but I I did not really try to connect my culture with business like directly it, it right? happened yeah directly yeah you, you get it, it it's, <laughs> it's it's very difficult yeah it's yeah, very yeah. difficult but, uh, yeah i kind of see what you mean though yeah yeah but yeah do not do not uh directly use it but utilize or apply what you learn mm -hmm. the essence of it you know that's the difference yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So that mindset help you to to have more uh, diverse or broader sense of what you're gonna do to make money or to do business. It doesn't have to always. It doesn't necessarily have to be directly connected to hip hop or breaking. Mm -hmm. You know, but you in your mind, in a new heart. You have as long as you have the core essence of breaking half of it, you can utilize it you can apply it in business world as you as i said the sense of uh freestyles with the sense of universal kind of principles mm -hmm. the sense of if keep keep evolving whatever yeah you know I me mean? that that that's that's so much different people always tend like especially b-boys always tend to connect breaking with business directly mm -hmm. okay let's get sponsors and let's get yeah. let's get yeah let's make this uh competition as big as you can and stuff but that's for me that was kind of red ocean kind of way to mm -hmm. to business yeah it's too 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 direct mm. Mm. so that limits your sight right right as you said a very narrow yeah, yeah yeah or it's like thing. too yeah. maybe too niche or something like that 
too niche, too niche. Yeah. yeah. We need a business. Like you have to have broader audience, broader market. Mm-hmm. You know. That's but what, when you do, yeah. mm, go ahead. That's that's what I always thought. I mean, like I'm not a businessman and I'm not a promote a big time promoter or anything like that. But I always thought like, you know, people are keep talking about what's, you know, how come the breaking breaking scene doesn't grow or whatever and this kind of thing. And it's like I always not always. It's more recently I thought like well it's part of it must be because it's catering specifically to like a breaking crowd so you're only going to attract mm. people who break mm. if you really mm. want to grow it you either have to like don't you gotta focus on either you know watering it down somehow or whether it's some or or just making it more approachable and understandable for people who are mm. outside the culture yeah. so whether that's mm. like education yeah. about the thing but even that's mm. kind of hard too because some people want to like step you got to imagine that people know nothing about it so like how do you yeah. get them into it yeah. and but how do you hook them yeah right mm. yeah so you have to make them make them like fun you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like fun. yeah the content must be like uh content that that, that could be a business must be something you you go with girls you know? <laughs> get with to go yeah. you know but you know that's like that was that kind of thing like discussion came up like this was mm. years back it was like you know how come <laughs> how come there's no there's no girls that uh at breaking jams or something like that mm. it's like mm. a sausage fest it's all guys and it's like mm. well I mean, the dance itself is largely dominated by guys, mm. but mm. you're maybe part of your re- the reason why there's so many guys is because you only think about just the breaking aspect of it. But if you mm. expand it more towards like yeah, if you want yeah, I respect the, or, the core or uh, or like uh, something like just make it something that people would want to just go there and hang out and not even necessarily mm. focus on watching well, 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 thing, yeah you know mm. like mm. so that's what i think things like um say ibe have done well or mm. or mm. even outbreak yeah. even though outbreak is very like breaking culture focus it still mm. created an atmosphere that kind of felt a bit like a festival festival like yeah people can come yeah. and there's food and there's like yeah you know, there's basketball courts yeah and you can stay I, five hours ten hours there right yeah so and that, like that's the, and then when it's the time i i yeah mm, I, I i of course i respect the role direction of doing b-boy mm-hmm. events i have on a lot of events by myself and my, my with my crewmates i i've done a lot of like those kind of road things but when it comes to making it as a business mm-hmm. it's not a good way yeah it's not a smart way so that you have to you have to differentiate you have to have different half mind when you want to make it business mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you can yeah you can be only stuck with the role, role-ness of culture. I, I still 
love the rawness of the breaking. I still love, uh, I still prefer Cypher more than stage competitions, but yeah, you have to have switch your mood, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, when you do it. Yeah. When you want to yeah. It's a tough thing that anytime you want to grow something into a business or, and especially mm. there's maybe certain things that are just, they're not always a good match for like business and making money off of it. Mm. Mm. But they mm. maybe serve a really good purpose in a another aspect of life. Well, mm. you know, like just making people feel good about what they're doing and <laughs> this kind of stuff, mm, releasing mm -hmm. stress and all these other aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, mm. or sometimes, yeah, it's oh, like yeah, public, public perception of something. Right. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But so like, when, yeah, we need the marketing as, as a profession, you gotta have the, the eyes of super super general people you know what i mean the average people you gotta yeah. be you gotta put your feet on the average people's shoes you know what i mean yeah so like i i have two different eyes or mine besides me as a, as a b-boy but here super general abidjan i create always when i do marketing because the most people most people like 90, 90, 95% of the audiences or consumers are just general, general, general people. Mm -hmm. Nothing, no, no, nothing about hip hop, no, nothing about culture. They just listen to Justin Bieber, whatever, you know what I mean? But when you do marketing as a profession, profession, yeah, I, I gotta have those third eye Abidjan besides yeah. And he helps me. He teaches me <laughs> how it looks for general people, you know. Yeah. So I always, yeah, keep it my my in my mind mm -hmm. when I do planning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. For, my, for my clients, even even Red Bull, like I've always told them, like, not to just I I I've done a lot of core stuff for for them and with them back in the days, but like at at the same time, I. I've yeah I've suggested that we should look at those kind of general people as a marketing, you know, and it's it looks kind kind of trade off kind of relationships like general people and like core I would say the community people in inside the community, mm -hmm. but you you can make them and kind of trade on relationship yeah but like, like somehow, balance the yeah, focus somewhere. right balancing yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. yeah i, I think about idea, this a lot. yeah yeah with um mm. recently i mean obviously there's stuff with with dance and breaking and stuff but you know i like i like um fighting games a lot and recently there's like there's <laughs> been this sort of trade-off that there's a core base of fans for this sort of, it's a sort of niche genre of games and they're so mm -hmm. hardcore and they will buy like every fighting game or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
but then the general audience they feel like oh it's too the barrier is too difficult to get into and so a lot of people they might buy it and then they just never play it and the game kind of dies with the general audience Mm. and there's only like the hardcore Mm. people left Mm. and so Mm. like a lot of developers they've tried to figure out what are some ways that we can get people Mm. more interested in this in this genre and so one of Mm. the things that they tried to do in more recent years is like make things easier to play like Mm. or easier to watch or funner to watch or yeah like general people doesn't always have to be a player but they they, yeah yeah, yeah. but as far as like uh, so as far as like the way that the game plays it made they they tried to make it easier Mm. or like comeback mechanics mm-hmm. to make it easier to have mm-hmm. a exciting open, open. moment and reduce the skill gap between people but what that <laughs> did was kind of really piss off a lot of the hardcore like fans that that in a lot of ways they're the ones that create these magic moments that get the general public excited mm. about watching mm. it or about mm. wanting to get into this like community or yeah, whatever yeah. and like involving you don't want to yeah. play yeah. it so it's like how you got to kind of balance it you can't make the game too easy because then these hardcore fans mm. will just leave mm. it and mm. if, if there's no sense of like say progression or getting better mm. or mm. or even things like I worked hard to get good at this. I should, there should be a skill gap between me and this person. Mm. So it's kind of like they're, they've recently tried to like trade off and, and cater a bit more to this like general mm. public, but it's, well, we'll see with in over time, like if it worked out or not, but yeah, it's kind of interesting to see how, how they have to balance that. It's a really delicate mm. balance. Mm, yeah, very delicate, very yeah. delicate. And once you, uh, yeah, once you fuck up with the tech balancing, uh, the, both of them will go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can lose both. Yeah, of them, and they, right? they, they, they disappear. Yeah, they, they yeah. disappear. So like, you have to be very careful balance yeah. between those two different types of people. Yeah, yeah. Really but I, I, I've, I've, I've done a research about sport kind of market. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say there is a kind of spectators and player ratio. Mm-hmm. And for example, you you like sumo, right? Sumo. <laughs> sumo. Okay, yeah, sure. you like sumo. Sure. Right? Yeah, you you love it. <laughs> and, you know there are seldom sumo players in, in even in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe I would say hundred players as really? a professional sumo wrestler. Yeah, I I think less than ten a thousand i would say including all of the uh, like semi-pro level but that's the number of sumo resources but the spectators in japan throughout tvs or what whatever through media who are at the venue there are like maybe uh tens of thousands times more than restaurants right right yeah, yeah. that that's that ra- ratio and the i've looked into the ratio in 10 15 sports in japan and the small was the highest has the highest ratio uh, 
between spectators and the players. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, baseball was high as well. Soccer was high as well. So the, the, the ratio correlates with the business scale as well. Because as the more spectators through media you have, the more business, mm-hmm. the, the bigger the business grows. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, when you think about the business, you gotta have more, uh, as many spectators as you can yeah. try yeah. to make, try to make people pleased yeah. by watching your sport or so, your, your content. So that's one of the things that like, I was thinking about recently, you know, it's coming back to say breaking and how, how do you people make these mm. things more profitable or whatever and that was kind of one of the things mm. that um you know like i remember reading this thing that dizzy was talking about of why why things kind of died down in korea with like because at one point korea mm. was like the big place where they had all the corporate mm. sponsorships and they had yeah. tons of people coming to watch these huge mm. events and stuff mm. but one of the issues mm. was that Mm. and when say people became fans of certain crews but when their crews lost because of the judging system mm. like it was very vague like uncertainty yeah. right yeah, yeah. so the, yeah. the fans couldn't understand like why they lost and they started mm. to kind of like get disinterested in it of like well why am i following them like and they they lose and mm. it doesn't make any sense and this kind of thing like and i can't mm. i can't even mm. try and figure out why it happened because there's no why yeah what was the score was there's no scores yeah you know and so mean? like but, uh, i think it's those, hard to mm. those kind of um like you know making judging more a little more transparent is, is a step in the right direction but it's still mm. so mm-hmm. far off i think because like mm. I th- then so so then I th- started thinking about well okay why is like say basketball or hockey these are really mm. popular North mm. American sports mm. or football mm. and there's so mm. many people that will come to watch these things and mm. probably a mm. huge amount of them don't play at all yeah but they still As kind I of casually you, yeah. follow the thing these things mm. right but. Mm. I think mm. part of that is just like there's a certain baseline knowledge that people have yeah. about sports because they, they mm. learn them in schools and they get introduced into mm. it in schools but with say like north america especially and mm. maybe certain parts of europe and in asia too like dance is not really a thing that they learn about in schools like maybe mm. some schools or it's like they'll do a little part on whatever like yeah there are dance. dance classes in japanese junior high and high school already really but it's not a yeah but it's it's just teaching how to dance but you know like Even you said from what i saw sorry from what i saw mm. like uh, you know teaching in junior highs like japan's mm. approach to sports in schools is a little mm. uh, i don't know i can't say exactly but it, it felt very mm. very obviously heavy on like choreo choreography and mm. um, it's mm. 
more that's great yeah like, rather than expressing yourself right yeah exactly yeah, so yeah. that's that's the hard yeah. part for people to understand i think i think so, so too yeah you know with mm. basketball or hockey or whatever there's very clearly defined rules that mm. if you do mm. this then you get a point and it's very clear mm. who's the winner because they have more points than the other team yeah and if you and do this, this is fall this is fall yeah right? exactly yeah. right but in, mm-hmm. in dance it's more like you know especially with breaking because it's a it's a built on like this kind of competitive spirit of you know mm. being better than mm. other people mm. if you don't have clearly defined like i guess rules of what is good mm. and what is bad and what is better mm. than what mm. Mm. then it's really hard for people to understand and if they're not following mm. the trends of what's going on in the scene like it's super hard i think to mm. explain that mm. to people mm. Or, or unless you you outright at the beginning like, mm. tell them, you know, this is the judges' interpretations of the things, and these are kind of the vague general things that are important. So you, as a spectator, can look out for these things. But at the end of the day, like it's these judges—I don't know—opinions. <laughs> like that's hard for people to get behind. I think. Yeah. Mm. Uh, even. Yeah, even even for b boys, sometimes it gets too too controversial, you know. Yeah, even so, people in the community yeah, can agree. even for b boys, yeah, in the community category, and even for people that knows about everything in 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 terms of move moves difficulties everything, but it's still controversial. But that's the matter. That's the that's the, I think the problem that breaking scene has. Some people. I, I think, in my opinion, I think people should kind of kind of have different mind from the role role kind of form of breaking, which was ciphers or no judges, no no time limits, no run limits and stuff. But there are some opportunities. To make it more kind of kind of, I would say it, it's it. I don't know if it's it's right word, but it's into sport kind of type of form. But when it comes to sport time type of form, the judging system must be super super clear for general people to understand. It. Just or, or even a ten years old girl can understand who won or why. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, like, even things like, say, you know, when I was growing up, I saw things like the X mm, Games and stuff. I don't know if that still exists mm, anymore, but it was like, you know, skating and BMX and and, uh, whatever. And like, Mm. you know, that was an aspect of the, the like skating culture that you still had people who were just like raw underground skaters who just go and whatever do mm. whatever they do wherever they want yeah but then you had like guys like tony hawk who maybe even came mm. from that that other side but he mm. became super famous for winning these competitions and stuff mm-hmm. and whatever and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah those competitions he's were, from people from the street people as well yeah, right yeah. which is beautiful yeah yeah so, so he managed we to like can kind of respect each other yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, bridge the gap. Yeah. I think you know what you said. Like people got to have sort of two mindsets that this is the like sport or spectator kind of version of breaking, spectator and then you have this yeah. like yeah. underground raw still yeah. like true essence breaking. But they're both yeah. valid for different reasons. Yeah, and we can enjoy both both yeah you know types of. Our culture, you know what I mean? Like it, mm. it, those two doesn't necessarily battle, battle each other, right? We, mm. The role side can respect comp, comp side, and comp side can respect role side. Maybe Olympics day two have only role side for unlimited time, just side for side for whatever, you know what I mean? Mm. And day one just comes by 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 scoring with numbers. Yeah. So some to, to to make it more clear. Yeah, some events that I've been to that that have a a good approach to trying to balance like spectators and you know mm. whatever cater to the dancers mm. and stuff is mm. like they have two separate parts. There's mm. a, the prelims, which is either mm. a separate day or earlier in the day, and it's like mm. only the dancers and you know whatever mm. and. Like Rory would even mm. do this when he was throwing jams. Like he would try and do so this. Like, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> you know, he was doing it kind of the ghetto version where it's like you still do that whatever eight hour jam, but <laughs> for the first three three hours or four hours or whatever mm. it is, like that's the mm. part that's like purely for dancers and get the prelims done and over with and whatever. Uh, that's uh, the boring part for spectators. And then you have the sort of later mm. part where it's like, okay, tell all your friends and family to come to mm. this. That's sort of the show mm. competition part. Mm. But even then, I still think that there's issues with that because people got to have a reason. Yeah, like, why am I watching? Issue. Why am I watching this person? What connection mm. do I have with them? I don't know who they are. Mm. People usually mm. come because they want to see their friends or whatever, right? Mm, but mm, if you mm. make it this kind of thing that has like elements of a party or a festival or whatever mm, then people mm. can just it's like you said they just want to come and hang out and it's fun to just sit and there just and go go date for it date for it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right? for it. that's what i think yeah, like right? uh, vancouver street dance festival has i don't know if you ever got uh, to go yeah, to yeah 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 that's but, the festival type of thing to I, and that, that that's open for any people and general yeah, people yeah i mean they'll enjoy watching it right the advantage that they have is like because they get funding from grants and stuff i think that they can make mm -hmm. it free so it's like out in the mm. public and people can just come in and they don't have mm. to pay anything mm. to do it mm. but mm. i also think they have a good setup with like making it this atmosphere that's like welcoming to people who are kind of outside mm. the community outside of community there's no gate yeah. right there's no like mm -hmm. barrier that mm. if you don't know about these things like mm. you can still come in and enjoy and mm. like feel like you're a part of this thing and mm. I think that's always something that a lot of yeah. people forget is yeah like, they don't think about the general yeah, public it, mm, yeah they just think yeah, they should come of... and support because <laughs> we I, breaking is great and I love breaking. So, like, just come and watch us dance. Mm. But it's like, mm. why don't you make it an environment where they feel like they can sort of enjoy dance and 
they're learning something or whatever, like they're mm. getting more knowledge or however you want to structure your job. Mm, which is good. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, that that approach is definitely one of the promising approach yeah. of dance community, right? Yeah. Well, I think about like, you know, Joe Rock. I don't know if you know Joe Rock mm -hmm. from Massive Monkeys. Massive. He's another guy maybe similar to you. He's, I think he's involved right. in like <laughs> marketing and business mm -hmm. now, but he kind of comes from a breaking background and this kind of thing. And, and he was always one of the mm -hmm. best like hosts because he could make people feel like this thing that they don't understand, maybe he would break it down really quick mm. and, and encourage mm. them to kind of like come into this mm. thing and become a part of it, even if yeah. it's for five minutes. Get it involved, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, which is cool, yeah. yeah. Welcoming by creator. It's, <laughs> it's a really like undervalued part of a jam. It's like the MC. Mm. Like, MC is super, super important. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when you watch, for example, Lords of Flora, mm -hmm. back in the day in Seattle, yeah, the two MCs were like making people exciting. And I, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure, and I believe there were so many general audiences at yeah. the well, venue, it, I'd say. It's the same thing with sports too. Like, and mm. I, I see this more clearly with, um, say, wrestling. I watch, that's my sports mm, that I watch. Yeah. But even say with like martial arts as well. Yeah. Yeah. But like mm. anything, like they have a commentary team. Mm. And mm. those are the people that, if you're, say, watching a game and mm. you don't know the rules exactly, they're the mm. ones that are helping you understand what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Like, yeah. What mm. the, why did they do that? Or, they help you notice these little things that you didn't mm, wouldn't mm. have noticed before and mm, like mm, that's in every kind of more successful thing is they have a good commentary team mm, yeah 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 that's and the I, formula <laughs> yeah mm. and i think the part of the it's i don't know i was talking about this with just earlier today it's breaking always mm -hmm. seems to be like maybe 10, five, 10 years behind everything else. <laughs> it's like everything else has already figured out commentary, but we're still figuring out like how to do it or how to do like mm. maybe analysis, like post Red Bull BC one, like after the round analysis. Mm. Like, I don't know if they mm. still do it, but like they were doing it at one point. Mm. It's like commentary during mm. the round and it's kind of like, I don't know if that works or not. Like, it's kind mm. of distracting from what's happening. Maybe, mm. whatever. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah. If you had good like post post round analysis, so afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, round by round. Yeah, round by round. Here's what happened. Analysis, right? Here's like some little thing mm. that they messed up and that might have cost them. Mm. And that's why. That's you know, why. Yeah. This way that they finished or whatever. And that's when you need like good, like analytical minds. And it's not just mm. people who are good dancers, but it's people who can like mm. break down stuff. And that's one of the things. That, yeah. So this is kind of a rant. that I'm. Yeah. <laughs> and given, given that kind of, yeah. And given general people, that kind of insight yeah. makes 
those people understand more and mm-hmm. like enjoy watching it more right yeah because they 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 eventually know the 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 components of how yeah. you judge how how you evaluate b-boys rounds and five rounds you know yeah exactly and, right? and i and i think that's yeah, like something that's that becomes so lacking in <laughs> breaking is like people mm. being able to articulate mm. like why this person lost or why this person mm. won mm. and like it, I, it's almost a joke these days like i just saw a meme <laughs> i just shared it the other day it was like mm. judge judge uh judge saves time at the jam by giving super vague answer by super vague answer to what they're looking for or something like that mm-hmm. or a super vague answer to why someone lost <laughs> but yeah know, it's like super vague. yeah and like that's the thing is like even people might be a good judge and they might know in their head like why that person lost exactly and whatever but sometimes mm-hmm. people aren't good at like expressing it or breaking it down or whatever mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. and like that's the kind of stuff that if you want breaking to grow it's like you need these mm. kind of things so that people can understand it better you mm. need people making say like a yeah video you on look youtube at the sport, sports side of b-boy yeah 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 when you look at the sport side of breaking yes it it, it is definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Need for that side, yeah for that side yeah it's for that side yeah raw side yeah we we respect that yeah that's the like figure it out yourself yeah. kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah you do it <laughs> you yeah. figure out you know yeah. you lose or won you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that that's the side yeah yeah but like you said side. yeah you gotta you gotta create two minds different two, two minds of yourself so yeah i i think breaking still on its way to become a general type of content <clears throat> since people are people are still stuck with the original form mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. you know but when you try to maintain the original form or format of battle it can be uh grow as you expect i think mm-hmm. it's still and wait for breaking to become a uh, general content yeah like on its on its way right yeah yeah, yeah it's still I think on its so. way yeah i think part of it too is like you know it's it's very heavy on the artistic side too mm, mm, mm. but i mean so is skating and skating figured it out <laughs> <laughs> you know so why are we yeah we so far behind <laughs> you know? because we're, we we are still new culture yeah. and uh, still there's their original who created it mm-hmm. but yeah I, I think we can still find a way to 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 resolve those trade-offs and one day yeah we can be become our and general content as well as keeping or maintaining the core art form as it 
born. Yeah. It was born, you know. Mm. Like you said, it's on its way. On its way, on its way. But I respect both ways. Yeah. yeah, I support both ways to the fullest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still like the role, role, yeah. role stuff. And, and you, like, you need, you need those both aspects, you know. Mm -hmm. Pushing yeah. it in in those two directions. Yeah, if you are b boy, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you are b boy, you you gotta be supportive both sides. But 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 it's on 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 depends on you. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you if you only support roll 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 way, if you only support sport way, it's, it depends on you. I I respect all yeah. the choices that yeah uh, yeah, yeah the b boys we got work. I think right. like, you know, the best best solution though is like whatever you if you support one or the other you shouldn't want the other one to fail at the expense of another one you should mm, mm. kind of hope that they both grow separately both. even, even yes. if it's yes, separate yes. like you would separate, hope that they yeah. both grow because like mm. you know people who get good in the raw kind of side of things if they want to transition that into a career it's possible because this side mm. grew or if this side is like mm. whatever uh they get burnt out on doing that as a job or something they can mm -hmm. explore this deep rich you know original mm. essence of it or or just see a whole side new side of what they love and maybe it inspires them even more to to do mm. more, you know you mm. shouldn't want yeah i agree yeah, really. mm. doesn't always have to be like a trade-off or whatever. Yeah, it's so like yeah, giveaway trade-off mind. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. the, that's that's really bad mindset. Like trade-off yeah. because for 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 human brain, it's yeah. easy to think trade-offs. Yeah, I think we're kind of programmed easy in a lot of ways. Show choose yeah program, yeah. It's it's much much easier to choose one or two always easier but to to combine it and to create some solution to 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 um i would say make those two different things together yeah, like, that's the creativity i think yeah, yeah. creativity means ideas and intelligence i would say yeah, that, yeah that's the sure. that's how we should work on mm. yeah no trade-offs. <laughs> Get that mentality out. Sleep well. Get that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our path, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a good good spot to to finish up. I think we left on a good little yeah, discussion cool, cool, cool. and message and conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Conclusion. And um, you 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 create those like one hour conversation into nice 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah i'll make some <laughs> smaller version or whatever but uh, actually yeah well i'll, I'll talk to you shorter yeah after this but uh <laughs> yeah we'll 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 get into it um yeah so thanks for taking the time to did do it work? this and, yeah <laughs> okay did it and, work i hope it worked yeah, yeah it worked and sorry, uh sorry, my English bad. no man don't worry it was good it's good and always good good talking to you and catching up and thank you everyone who's watching and listening um, appreciate that so hopefully see you sooner than later face to face
Yeah, yeah. in Osaka or in Tokyo either. Yeah. Soon, soon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe with Nick、right. in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you later. <laughs> All right. And peace,、okay. everyone. Sure, sure. Peace, man. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting on my Patreon page at www.patreon.com/razzyf2. That's R A Z Z Y F2. This also goes towards supporting my YouTube channel, where I make tutorials and discussion videos. And you can find that at www.youtube.com/razzyf2. R A Z Z Y F2. Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening, and look forward to the next one. Peace. Peace.